This is the Aftermarket Radio Network. It's your weekly blitz with Chris, keeping you in the game. Hey, good morning, everyone. Coach Chris Cotton here from AutoFix Auto Shop Coaching, where I work hard to support your auto repair shop success. As you get into today's episode, you may know someone in your network who can benefit from today's topic. So please, please, please take time to share personally or through your social network. If you have an idea for a show topic or just want to talk, feel free to get with me at chris at autofixsos.com. Let's get started with episode 76, Solving the Tech Crisis Once and for All. I'm calling this a plan to solve the technician shortage or solving the tech crisis once and for all. I think this is a great plan. That's why I'm willing to push it forward. It did not come from me. We have a group called CAMP. It's the Coalition of Automotive Management Professionals, and we have a meeting once a month. It's coaches in the industry, people involved in the industry, things like that. And this original idea and the original article came from Cecil Bullard. And he brought it out yesterday. I'm recording this on a Tuesday. And I thought it was important enough to read what he wrote. I think it's laid out extremely well. I'll have some things to add into it. We'll go from there. Uh, I really think this is something that the industry should get a hold of. Parts and pieces of it I've been working with with my shop operators. So I'm going to lay it out. Let me know what you think. I'm also, as you hear me speak and talk the rest of the year, I'm probably going to start working this into my presentation for ASTE. This is hot button, something that we should have done 10, 15 years ago. And so here we go. Solving the tech crisis once and for all. I don't believe that anyone that works in the auto service and repair industry would argue out and out with the fact that there's a shortage of good technicians in our industry. Nine out of 10 shops that we work with today in the industry uh, need a good technician. And I would say for 10 to 20% of those shops, the lack of good technicians is a serious problem causing them to lose customers, profits, and sleep. I mean, if you're booked out two, three weeks, typically those people are going to be looking for somewhere else to go. Some will wait, most will not. And if this isn't a wake-up call to our industry, I don't know what one is. 20 years ago, if you ran an ad for a technician, you'd get 10 or more people good qualified people looking for that job. 10 years ago, if you ran an ad, you could get five to eight responses in a week. Today, you feel lucky if just one person answers your ad that has any experience at all. Most of them are dishwashers and other people looking to get in and cash in on the crisis, right? Many shops, many clients, shops have been running ads for months and have yet to land one really good, viable potential employee. And most of these people come to us and they've overstated their qualifications. We've overpaid for them. And more often than not, it just goes down in flames. Recruiters, job sites, Craigslist, Indeed, word of mouth and all the usual methods, just all the usual methods are just not working. Right. Like we all know that. And Indeed and ZipRecruiter and all those people are hip to the scam. Right. Like they're charging us per click everything else. And we're spending thousands of dollars a month looking for good technicians. And so I'm going to outline it here in a minute, but we have a solution for that. Recent surveys and articles in the industry point to the fact that 73% of shops need to hire one or more employees in the next 12 months. And for 85% of those would be technician. If we look at some of the industry data that we have Two years ago, there was a shortage of 75,000 technicians nationwide. And as of last we saw in February of 2022, that number is now over 125,000. 
in order to come up with a viable solution, we need to examine the problem and determine why this happened, why this continues to happen and why it's getting worse. As owners, as business people, we have to think outside of the box and act now to prepare a viable future. Let's not kid ourselves. This has been an issue for years and we've kind of just punted it down the road. If we were to work this hard or had this plan five, 10 years ago, it'd be fixed already. So first off, why are we in this position? You know, 29% of the technicians are over 55 years old and they're aging out of the industry. This has been going on for years and years and years. According to recent surveys, about 15% of our industry is under 35, while almost a full 30% is over 55. We need slash have to double the new technicians just to replace those that are aging out. And we're not doing it. And we've done a terrible job of it. If we look back to the past, in the 50s and 60s and up through the 80s, Students that had a difficult time sitting in class and learning in a traditional way were funneled into the shop programs in their schools um, where there was more hands-on learning and, and a lot less sitting and listening to lectures. I graduated high school in 91, so I remember mid-80s, late-80s. I grew up in a small town in southern Oklahoma. We had less than 1,000 people. I graduated with 38 people in my high school. And we had a Votech school that we could have went to somewhere, I want to say in the eighth grade, ninth grade, they pulled everybody aside, like every person in the class and put us on a bus and sent us to the Votech. And we spent a day doing, I want to call them psychological evaluations, but that not quite right, but doing dexterity tests and talking to the different classes and seeing like that to see who wanted to go into those programs as freshmen in high school. AutoLeap is a cloud-based all-in-one auto repair software that helps to keep complete track of your business, from scheduling appointments to managing technicians to generating invoices. Supercharge your growth with AutoLeap. Customers that fully adopt AutoLeap see the following benefits in their first year. 30% revenue growth, with top customers seeing over 100% growth, 75% decrease in no-shows, allowing you to service more customers, three times increase in positive Google reviews, leading to stronger online presence, 50% time saved on administrative tasks, driving increase in operational efficiency. Do it all with AutoLeap. Key features and functions include estimates, invoices, scheduling, Google reviews, inspections, communication, QuickBooks, reporting. Get in touch with AutoLeap to see how you can transform your auto repair shop. For a limited time, if you schedule a demo, sign up with AutoLeap and they will waive the $250 implementation fee. This is what I found out recently is that a lot of shop owners have some sort of learning disability or something that makes them want to do hands-on stuff. Like it could be ADHD, dyslexic, hyperactive. A lot of shop owners or a lot of shop owners are autistic on some level, high functioning. And I read a stat that said 50% of shop owners fit into one of those categories. And I about fell out on the floor But then I started thinking about it. I I wrote down a list of all my clients and about 25 to 30 of them or 25 to 30% of them, I know have one of those things, issues, whatever. Sorry, I don't know what the right word is for it. And if I probably quizzed everybody, I could probably come up with another 10 to 15%. So yeah, that number is probably 50%. So what happened is all those people got pulled out of school and they were put into Votech. And so most of those students did much better in that environment and they became the bulk of the workforce in our industry. There were others 
out there that loved all things mechanical and or had natural talent. And those people also added to the workforce. They became welders, plumbers, sheet metal workers, HVAC workers, you name it, everything that you could think of. In 1980, every high school and junior or community college had an auto shop program or affiliation. So just think about that. And if we dig into it a little bit further, becoming a mechanic was easier back then, right? Vehicles were less complicated, easier to understand. You had to learn a lot less and the investment in tools was less when compared to wages. It was deemed a blue collar job and therefore not as attractive financially or status wise, like going to college and becoming a professional. Parents that had children that wanted to become a mechanic were often disappointed and tried to talk them out of this quote unquote misguided path and back into a college or university. And for several different reasons, it was perception on their part. Plus, I think those people, if you look at the baby boomers, they're like, hey, we worked really hard. So you wouldn't have to do this. It's like you wouldn't have to, to do this as a last resort. But what happened in the late 80s and early 90s, school started to run out of money. Programs started getting stripped out of the curriculum. Auto shop programs disappeared from high schools and community college. Students no longer had the ability to go into shop programs and experience the joy that comes from taking something broken, taking it apart, put it back together again and making it run better or improving. And so at this point, the funnel's all but dried up with the closure of these programs. Now we're seeing a bounce back or a resurgent in these programs, but it, you know, it might be too little too late. During this period, technical schools that taught automotive sprouted up, but you had to really have a thing for working on cars. Like, I mean, like really, really love them. And those were the people that sought it out. The people that didn't love cars didn't seek it out because they were being deflected. And then, but those schools, because they were expensive and becoming a mechanic was not as socially acceptable as becoming a lawyer or professor, people just didn't get into it. There's several problems that have led us to where we now stand in the industry with eight of 10 shops in need of a good technician. But in the end, it boils down to this. It is not cool to be a technician and it doesn't pay as well as becoming a professional. You know, at least that's what most parents believe. And if the parents believe it, then they're like poking their finger in their kid's chest and saying, don't do this, be this. And let's be honest, right? The parents are kind of right. Our industry has been slow to progress because in the industry, we had our heads stuck in the sand and we haven't been as progressive as we should have been. And I think it's mainly to do because we had low self-esteem with what we did. We have issues regarding what we do, how we do it. We fed into the greasy low trust repair shop for a long time, and that's no longer the case. Like I go into shops all the time and I'm like, holy smokes, how do you keep it this clean? Look at all the technology. Look at the tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars of scan tools and equipment and everything that we have to have. It's just mind blowing. But because we're good old boys and we don't want to hurt anybody's feelings and because we don't want to do anything else, this is where we have put ourselves, and it has to stop. You know, the picture of what a technician mechanic is and what they can earn is just not good enough in our current society. So many potential great techs never make it into the industry. Instead, they're funneled into universities where they put thousands of dollars into debt and into degrees where they will never be able to earn a decent living because the jobs are more acceptable and carry more prestige. Again, we undervalue ourselves as an industry and, and are considerably less than like, than like industries. Call a plumber. Plumber charges $210 an hour plus. And typically, if you look at the bill, that's for the main plumber. Like that, the main plumber has an apprentice and they're billing the apprentice out at about $60 an hour. And that's the person doing all the work. That's the person crawling underneath the house. And the plumber is just overseeing work, training and training to make sure that we get this other guy going. 
You know, electrician charges $250 an hour. When was the last time you hired a lawyer? Lawyer charges you $500 an hour and they don't really care if you're there or not. If you really figured out what a doctor makes, if you went into urgent care clinic or something, you're probably looking $700 an hour. The average labor rate in our industry is $125. Absolutely insane. It should be at least $250 an hour. And if that scares you, I'm sorry, but grow up. You've got to do what you've got to do in order to run your business and take care of your customers. And the fact that we've been so lazy for so long and not teaching our customers our worth, it's going to take some lumps and we're going to take a beating to make it work. But we're going to have to. Everybody's out there. Great, Chris. You've been on your soapbox. What the hell? What's the solution? Honestly, when I read it, Or when Cecil talked about it, I was like, holy cow, this is simple to do. And it lays it out really well. There's some infrastructure that needs to be worked out. But the solution's simple and has four steps, right? First, we make it cool to become a technician mechanic, and we dramatically increase the pay for every technician in the industry immediately, today. Every automotive service and repair business in North America moves their labor rate up $20 an hour tomorrow like period in a story, pop it in there. Nobody will know the difference. It has to be done if we're going to do this and move, move the needle forward. So we take $10 an hour of this and increase the pay of every technician or mechanic working in our shops immediately. We make it financially appealing to come into our industry by moving the wages up substantially. If every shop, 90% of the shops, 80% of the shops did this, it would change our industry for the better dramatically. Okay. We start new technicians that are learning at 25 to 35 an hour or 50 to 70,000 a year. Finally, a real living wage where they can support themselves, buy tools, get what they need. On top of that, we pay veteran A technicians 45 to 65 dollars an hour or, or 90 to 130,000. This would make working in our industry much more attractive and begin to pay people what they're really worth. And that's across the country. You still may have pockets where you have A technicians on either coast where you're paying $70 an hour, like we're almost there already. But, you know, we have to start somewhere. Second, now again, we're still working out of that $20 an hour that we're going to increase it. We took 10. Here's what we're going to do with the rest of it. Secondly, we take $5 of that increase and make sure we have a full benefit package. Medical, vacation, dental, a reasonable amount of sick days, a good retirement plan. All national holidays off with pay, including Thanksgiving, Christmas, and New Year's, as well as anything that other professional jobs offer. Paid time off, a mental health day once a month. Whatever that is, do it. You could do that with $5 an hour for every technician. Third, we take the other $5 of the increase and join a nonprofit organization that will market to the mothers and fathers out there and potential technicians and let them know that being a technician in a modern shop is a cool job. As shop owners, we've never been soldiers of our business. We've never banged the drum and put things out there and started a campaign to tell people what this is, what it can do, what we can be. Let them know, let the world know that being a technician in a modern shop is a cool job. It's financially viable and every bit as professional as becoming a lawyer, doctor, dentist, programmer, professor. Also, this organization would be set up to create scholarships for those entering the field and to put them into mentoring programs with the best shops. You guys, because you're going to do this, would be the beneficiary of that because you are the shop supporting the organization in our industry. Can you imagine the impact if the majority of the shops got behind an advertising campaign that shouted the benefits of being a technician and the industry could provide amazing jobs and amazing pay. Think about the government subsidized milk commercials you see. 
think milk, it does the body good. Nobody needs a reminder to drink milk, but we still have commercials out there for it. So what if we took our money, our funds, and put that in there and put commercials out, put content out about what a great job these are? Cecil didn't have this in his original scripting, but what if we took a portion of that money and put a positive campaign out there about getting women in the industry? If we could switch... I don't know what the number is, but say it's 95% of the technicians in the industry are male and 5% are female. What if we were able to recruit an additional 10 to 15% of women into the industry? How would that change the outlook? Lastly, every shop owner books an appointment at a college, auto tech school, or high school and volunteers their time to talk to the students, the teachers, the administrators about our industry. We have to have independent repair shop owners in there being soldiers of our industry. Can't let the dealerships be be the ones to get in there and do that. If we do not make a change, the wave that's currently hanging over our heads is going to break and shops all over the industry are going to close because they can't find anyone to do the work. That will be some sort of a solution because all those people that are left will have to have somewhere else to go, but it's not enough. So it brings me back to the thinking, if you always do what you've always done, you'll always get what you always got. And people, we've been doing it the same broken way for 15, 20 years now. Unfortunately, even if we act now, it'll take five to 10 years to really turn the tide. If we want to be a viable industry moving forward, we better get started making it cool to be a technician. We better be soldiers of our industry, you know, or we can bitch and complain for the next 10 years and do nothing and still not have advanced the industry. Think about that. Be something, do something, or don't complain. This has been Coach Chris Cotton from Autofix Auto Shop Coaching. If you find yourself struggling in your auto repair business or have a feeling like you don't know what you don't know, but you're eager to learn and grow your business, then please feel free to reach out to me. Chris at AutofixSOS.com or give me a call 940-400-1008. I'm challenging you to be a gorilla in a world of monkeys. Time to rise and grind, everyone. Have a great day. You've been listening to the Weekly Blitz with Coach Chris Cotton on the AftermarketRadioNetwork.com. Follow Chris on your favorite podcast listening app. Let him know what you'd like him to cover. His email is in the show notes. Chris is all for advancing the aftermarket.